When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The Broncos coming after far. Throws it over the middle, intercepted in front. The first chance. Championship for John Elway and the Denver franchise. The crowd goes crazy. Jokic has a triple double. Intercepted by Colorado. Dion figures. Colorado has defeated Notre Dame 10 to 9. It's good! Pain of the game! He just struck a dagger in the heart of the Detroit Red Wings. Spanning Colorado sports, college and pro, it's time for Clar and Company, brought to you by Argonaut, on behalf of the Other Side Academy Addiction Services, with Michael Clar. National, regional, and local voices on Clar and Company are heard on the winnersandwiners.com hotline. And good Saturday morning to you. It is an incredible college football Saturday. <laughs> we got uh, 12 of the top 25 uh, ranked teams in ranked matchups against ranked opponents. Six big games today. We'll get into that during the show, etc., etc. We'll also do our NBA and Nuggets preview during this show, but we will open up, as we've been doing lately, with Broncos Blask. Uh, Broncos Blast. This this is really an important weekend, I think, for uh, or, or Monday night game, I should say, uh, for the Colorado for Colorado's Denver Broncos when they uh, take on the Chargers in in L.A. Because uh, we'll get into why that is, and we'll do it with our opening Broncos Blast guest, Ian St. Clair. Follow him at Ian St. Clair. Read him at PlayColorado.com. And Mile High Report, uh, where he is also the host of the Odds and End Zones podcast. Good morning, Ian. Good morning, Michael. 
Hey, so, <laughs> I, you know, I'm looking at this game against the Chargers. In some ways, I'm thinking these are two teams that are desperate to redirect their season before it gets too late. And, uh, you know, it looks to me like this is an even bigger game coming in than we thought, uh, you know, preseason looking at the schedule. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think if, if there is ever a time for Russell Wilson and the Broncos offense to get it figured out, this is the week to do it because the Chargers defense is not good. And they're doing it on a week where Joey Bosa is out with a groin injury. So instead of having to block Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack, now a Garrett Bulls less offensive line just, just has to find a way to contain Khalil Mack. So this is the week for Russell Wilson, Nathaniel Hackett, and this Broncos offense to get the first five weeks ironed out, stop shooting themselves in the foot, because at this point they don't have any toes, and they only have one <laughs> foot left. <laughs> good, good point. They could grow another foot if they were to win this game on the road in the division. Um, you know, my plan for them was split the division games. I would mean winning out at home. This gives them a chance to do better than that. Um, so, uh, interesting. So, uh, you know, the, the, other, uh, the other key part here is the offensive line. Are they going to be able to take advantage of, of – uh, are they going to be able to stop Khalil Mack? Of course, now they can pay special attention to him, put extra guys on him, chip him, etc. But putting the puzzle together – you've got three offensive line starters out. Turner, who's never played, maybe he'll play today, and maybe he won't even play tackle. They, they originally had him as a, as a – uh, a right tackle, you know, that's a, that's a question mark. And you got Minerts, the starting guard, who's out, and now Bowles out for the season. So how do you put together, the, what do you expect out of the puzzle? What pieces go where, do you think, on Monday night? I, I think the biggest piece is Quinn Meniers. Because if you look at the success that the Broncos offense had prior to him going out with a hamstring injury, the Broncos offense was able to move the football and they were able to run the football behind him as the right guard. I think he is the biggest piece to this offensive line puzzle that hasn't been there because Graham Glasgow is terrible. He needs to be on the sideline. And if that means that you put Billy Turner at right guard until Quinn Meniers can come back from his hamstring injury just to get Graham Glasgow off the field, you do it because it just, it's not working with him. He cannot be on the field. He doesn't do anything. So hopefully Meniers can go. He re-aggravated his hamstring uh, prior to the Vegas game against the Raiders. There's potential for him to go. I, I think if that helped, if, if, he, if he's able to go, that will help Lloyd Cushenberry. And if Billy Turner is able to go, and that will hopefully be able to minimize some of the issues at right tackle and then at left tackle. I, I, I get it. Garrett Bowles is a starter, but he hasn't been good for two years. So it can't get any worse. And I just think if Cam, if it's Cam Fleming or whoever it is that Nathaniel Hackett decides to put at left tackle, put one of the two tight ends that, for whatever reason, are being targeted more than Albert Akwebunam and, and most of the receivers in Tomlinson and Salbert, put them right next to whoever's playing left tackle, if that's where Khalil Mack is lined up, and as you said, have them chip in. So I, to me, the, the biggest piece of the offensive line puzzle is Quinn Meniers. Well, inter- interesting, and I agree with what Hackett is doing. You know, we haven't said that much on this show. Not playing Alberto, playing the blocking tight ends, of which Saubert can catch the ball. 
Um, you know, Albert O, uh, frankly, is hit and miss on catching the ball and, and getting open even, and he doesn't block at all. So uh, I think that they've done the right thing and played to the run game, plus the fact they were tipping their hands. Whenever Albert O was in the game, a pass play was called. And the defense, obviously, with analytics today, or any time in his NFL history, I think people would have figured that out pretty quickly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I think they are right to throw to the, uh, to the blocking tight ends uh, not, and, and leave Albert O on the bench. If he's not going to block anybody, good. You know, he did not, he's not a good enough receiver to get away with that, in my, in my opinion. All right, so um, let's get to the quarterback. Let's get to Russell Wilson. Had lunch uh, down at Kentucky in with uh, Sandy Clough on Wednesday. And some of my, uh, my regular lunch guys, he sat in with us and we, uh, we hosted him. And it was great catching up with the great Sandy Clough, as they, they like to call him, who I've known since he arrived in town in 1979 uh, as just an intern over at KOA. And, uh, you know, he, he made a really interesting point. His buddy Rick Perea, who works uh, and, and helps with... Uh, all kinds of uh, psychological issues with players across the NFL, uh, says what he was hearing is not just Seattle and Pete Carroll, but the division foes who played against Russell Wilson felt like this is a quarterback in decline, and the 49ers, the Cardinals, the Rams, they were disappointed to see him leave the division that the Broncos have bought, you know, basically a, a used car with the declining value. I, to me, the talk of Russell Wilson being on decline is foolhardy because he looked like Russell Wilson against the Raiders. He was not the reason they lost to that Raiders game. And if the defense decides to stop to, to show up to the game instead of staying, as I've said, at the, at the buffet at the casino, the Broncos win that game. Russell Wilson did enough. Russell Wilson looked like Russell Wilson on the drive that they needed against the San Francisco 49ers. Russell Wilson looked really good against the Seattle Seahawks. The reason they didn't beat the Seahawks is they fumbled twice at the one-yard line. That's not Russell Wilson's fault. Now, I will admit, he was bad on Thursday night football against the Colts. That was his first bad game. So I don't know where this talk of Russell Wilson is the worst quarterback in football or a quarterback on decline is coming from. Because when they've needed it, the Broncos have gotten what they needed out of Russell Wilson. It's everyone else around him who needs to be better. And to me, the person who's most responsible for all of this is Nathaniel Hackett, who is the worst head coach in the NFL at this point. And unless the Broncos show up and beat the Chargers, if they get embarrassed again on Monday night football, that should be the end of the Nathaniel Hackett experience in Denver. Because, as you said, this is basically a must-win game. With the way that the schedule is lined up the rest of the season, the Denver Broncos cannot afford to lose this game and then have the Jets and then have the Jaguars in London where the Jaguars don't look like the Jaguars. Just ask the Los Angeles Chargers from a couple of weeks ago about that. So I don't agree that Russell Wilson is on decline. I think he is in a situation where he's with a head coach who is trying to force him to do things in his offense that aren't what Russell Wilson is successful at doing. And that's on Nathaniel Hackett. Well, you know, and, and that's the debate. Is he forcing Russell Wilson to do this? Are they working together? Because Russell Wilson has said 
he wants to transition into a Drew Brees type, you know, another shorter than uh, than than the norm pocket passing quarterback who doesn't have to rely on his legs and he doesn't have the offensive line to do it. It's certainly a bad call to like schematically at this point, especially with the Broncos. You know, they they need they need him to use his legs, but it's Russell Wilson who who has said, "Hey, he wants to transition." I have that, but at some point, it's the head coach's responsibility to get the players in a position to have success. I didn't think that we'd ever be in a situation where we would be clamoring for Pat Shermer, but that's where we are with Nathaniel Hackett. I wouldn't go that far. It's interesting that you mentioned Drew Brees because there's a head coach sitting out there, and I get it. You would have to trade and offer a lot of money to the New Orleans Saints prior to 2024 if you wanted to get him. But Sean Payton is sitting out there. If you really want to be a Drew Brees quarterback, why not get the guy who was pretty much responsible for the offense that Drew Brees was playing in? So that's lingering out there, and it would cost draft picks and money prior to 2024. But I, I just I, I'm I'm more on the side of Russell Wilson is going to get it figured out than Nathaniel Hackett. Well, that's encouraging for Bronco fans. All right, let's get your breakdown in our last half minute here, your prediction on this game. I, I, it's like I said, I, I really want to think that Russell Wilson and, and Nathaniel Hackett in particular get it figured out on offense. I, it, but until I see it, I can't trust it. I, I think the Broncos, off, the Broncos defense is in for a long day because they are susceptible on the edge against the run, and that's what Austin Eckler does best. So I think Austin Eckler is going to have a big game. I think the Broncos offense is going to continue to struggle and the Broncos are going to end up losing this game 20-13. to 13. Well, okay, 20-13, low-scoring game, Chargers win, and uh, when you puck against the Broncos, that is news. That's, that's uh, man bites dog. Hey, <laughs> Ian. And it thank- usually means that the Broncos win. <laughs> well, everybody's hoping your jinx will hold then. Uh, Ian St. Clair, Mile High Report, PlayColorado.com. Thank you. Let's uh, compare notes next week. Thanks, Michael. When we come back. It'll be Midwest One Bank's kicking it with kids. We pick up the quarterback debate. Level of concern about Russell Wilson with Mark Kizla. John Killer sitting in for Jim Armstrong right after this. You're listening to Clark and Company with Michael Clark. Saturday mornings at 8. Presented by Argonaut. On behalf of the Other Side Academy Addiction Services. All guests on Clark and Company are heard on the winnersandwiners.com hotline.